Welcome everyone to the Signals Committee podcast. This is our podcast for the evening of April 11th, 2023. We are in the middle of April, which means that we are past basketball, past hockey. We are into baseball season now. Baseball and spring football. I'm so excited for the USFL to come back, but I'll get to that in a little bit. I was going to say, yeah, spring football in all sense of the words. College spring games, XFL's winding down, USFL starting up. Uh, the Elf starts in June. Canadian football starts in June. Oh, man. Italian football's already going. So yeah, like Italian it is... football ends in July. <laughs> yes, it does. Yes, it does. And I've been, already been looking for tickets to Detroit. <laughs> I really want to go buy to that. those. <laughs> so with me tonight, as always, first off, I'm Jordan. Then I've got tonight Kamish, Kevin, and our corn correspondent, Andrew. Not that Andrew, another Andrew. Other Andrew, how are you doing? I am doing great. Didn't really have much going on. My parents came into town. They live about two hours away. So hung out with them today and then here hanging out with you. Just a day full of hangouts. Kevin, how are you, sir? I am good. I just wrapped up watching the uh, USL Championship game or US, uh, US Open Cup champ, uh, game between Madison and Chicago for anyone who is trying to place exactly when we record these things. There is your hint of the day. Kamesh, how are you doing? Doing good. Did some landscaping at the house today. You know, I, I received a um, a really high landscaping quote, and that, that angered the dad in me. Um, <laughs> it, it really, like, frustrated me. I Like, I got that quote, and I was like, these people just don't want to do the work. I was like, you could buy this for, you know, this amount of money, and you could buy these stones for, like, like $300. There's no way it cost this much. And so that angered me so much that I decided to do landscaping myself. I'm going to be sore tomorrow. I'm just going to say yeah. that I, I will be sore. So, you know, whatever labor costs there, they were charging me, whatever. Definitely going to be sore. Uh, they quoted me, I think, like $5,900 for what I wanted to do. Whoa. Um, <laughs> oh, wow. And, and, and basically, I'm getting it done myself, which I it's completed already. Just waiting for the, the folks to haul the old landscaping timbers away. Yeah, I'm getting it done for a little bit over $300. That's dad as hell. That is, that is some <laughs> dad as hell. And then also, uh, the stones that I wanted. I found them on sale. Uh, so oh, yeah, better. you did. That's right. And I got them delivered to the house because I don't have a truck. So I was going to say, did you go pick them up at, you know, a stone? Have you guys seen these places? Do they they exist like in other parts of the world where there's just places that just sell stones? God, they're, yep. They're yes. everywhere. Yeah, there's there's one near my street that does uh, stones, dirt, mulch. Okay. Yeah. And you can either pick it up or you can rent a truck from them to drop it off. Yeah. Yeah. yeah my dad completely annihilated the suspension of my mom's uh 2002 honda odyssey over the course of about eight years hauling probably somewhere around 20 tons of like slate and mulch and dirt back and forth from this place that was like 15 miles from our house <laughs> we on our front yard we have river rocks covering part of the and so just go and pick up you know a couple pounds of river rocks and just throw them in the back that's right I got that done. I'm excited. It came out great. I, I do still got to do some mulching and, you know, throw down some soil and whatnot. But now I have some dry river creek beds. I have beautiful drainage. I am I am like super dad euphoria right now. And I, I just feel very, very invigorated 
I, I set a record for like steps in a day on the Fitbit. Uh, it's Ooh. just, it's just, you know, dad is hell. And, and I'm fired up the podcast. Nice. Someone had mentioned about how people, well, what's the correct amount of ham for Easter? And I argued there is this thing is too much ham. Like you could always uh, have uh, yeah. ham. To quote Mean Girls, the limit does not exist. Yes. And the same thing for mulch. You can never have too much mulch. You're always going to need more mulch. Yes. Getting yeah. too much mulch doesn't. Is there anything else that goes in that category of just, when I order pizza, I always feel like you can't order too much pizza. Uh, you can. Because I'll eat, I'll eat it at some point. I, I, uh, I have a, I have a fourth stomach for pizza. I can yeah. eat pizza to, to no end. That's me. Well, and like pizza's fine the next day. Yeah. Cold or reheated. That's right. My, my wife doesn't so, like it when I eat cold pizza. She's like, that's gross. Uh, mine doesn't either. <laughs> mine doesn't either. So I have previously gone to like a Little Caesars on a Friday night, grabbed a pizza, yeah, brought it I'm home, ready. put it right in the fridge so I could have cold pizza on College Football Saturday. I get that. Totally get that. Breakfast, game day, Lee Corso. Yep. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. I mean, the Home Depot beat going on while you're eating some cold pizza from Little Caesars. <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah. Perfect. It's like you're Do back you guys in remember? ESPN used to have a morning show called Cold Pizza. Yes, I, I remember that. I, vague, I vaguely remember that. Yeah, it was. I don't, yeah, I don't remember anything about the show. I just remember that it existed. There was somebody. I think it was Jay Crawford, and it was like it was like a Diana something. They were the hosts, and it was supposed to be like the Good Morning America of ESPN. Yeah, I just, that, I, that show is what introduced me to the concept of cold pizza even existing. Oh, and then I tried it, and I said, you know, they're onto something. Yeah. <laughs> There, there. Are most most foods I find are better cold than reheated in a microwave. So like, 100%. so like, there are tons like foods like I'll eat cold cold enchiladas before I'll reheat them. I'll eat cold like tacos before I'll reheat them. I'll eat cold pasta before I'll reheat it. I can't do cold pasta. Mm. No, I'll eat cold pasta every time. Ooh, I've done cold lasagna, but it's got to be That's a good. specific pasta. Yeah, I think it depends on the pasta and. Especially on the sauce. I can't. I can't do cold penne. That's that's just not good. No. I'll, I'll eat it by like that. I'll eat it with my hands. Okay. Like just like straight up. Yeah, you're. I, I can see Jordan doing that. I, yeah. I, I'm imagining yep. it right now. Yeah, totally. He does that. He he go. He yeah. grabs like three penne at a time, and he's just. I do. Just biting it off you like, know, like exactly what it looks like. Yeah. Something. You know, it's mm-hmm. ridiculous. Like because they're welded together by the sauce. That's, that's it. That's what <laughs> so it's like it. a Kit Kat. It's like uh, you know one of those pan flute penne's, and then you just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or I'm seeing him upgrading to manicotti and just like oh. putting one on each of his fingers. Oh yeah. Kind of like so. you did with bugles when you were a kid. Oh yeah. <laughs> when you were a kid, yes. Well, I don't do it now because they don't fit on my fingers anymore. <laughs> it's true. I don't know if I can get a bugle on my little fake which fingers is why anymore. I'm, which is why when you were a little kid, you had the smaller hands. I'd like to open talking about American gladiators, guys. Can you cue this okay. theme song? I need to hear the yeah, theme I'm gonna, song. I'll put it. I'll put it. Dun, ba, dun, no. ba, ba, da, ba, yeah, oh yeah, I'll be here. Oh, yes. I, someone a couple weeks ago in the Discord told me that American Gladiators was on, like, full episodes on YouTube. And I, I had said something about it, and I was like, that's pretty cool. And then, like, yesterday morning it clicked, and I was like, I need to, like, look at some of this. And, guys, I forgot how much I missed this show. I used to watch it. I want to say it was on, like, USA. That sounds like about 10 right. In the, like, 10 in the morning yeah. on USA. On, like, a Saturday? Like, reruns. Yeah. Oh, no, I, like, during the week, man. Oh, maybe. Because I remember watching it during the summer. It was part of my, my summer TV summer, schedule. Yes. Watch American Gladiators. Yeah. And that show was great. Like, 
I don't know why as a society this show dropped off. It was on from like 89 to 96 originally. They did the reboot during the writer's strike in 08, which was, again, was also a great show. Shouldn't have dropped that. I'd forgotten how much fun Assault is. Y'all remember that one? Is that the Assault one where they balls? shoot the tennis balls, right? Yeah, they shoot, they shoot the yeah. tennis balls. So the Gladiator oh, yeah. has the ten, like an air-powered tennis ball gun. Yes. And then the little the, the non-gladiators, the people, are running and trying to avoid that while also trying to shoot the worst weapons you've ever seen at a target. Like just weapons that did not work. And so most of them at some point just got to the point where they were just launching the weapons anywhere and trying to just run between the little stations. It was great. Then stuff like Atlas, where they had the big ball, you had like the human cage you had to roll oh, around yeah. in to stop it in the little thing. And in the first couple seasons, you had to stop the ball in the little like divot for a second before the smoke would shoot up. Yes. But the divot was so deep that some people didn't couldn't get enough momentum to keep it going. So a gladiator would just roll over and stop their ball next to theirs and just like freeze them there for two minutes. It was great. This was not a well thought thought through show originally. You can really tell. I want this to become the next next escape room and just like let people rent out these kind of games. Yes. Oh my god, yes. And like have like gladiators on hand to fuck you up. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. We could make so much money doing that. The other one I saw, I, I'd forgotten that there was a, a gladiator named Malibu in the first okay. season. Because you think of Nitro, you think of Gemini, you think of Turbo. There was a dude named Malibu who became an actor, by the way, it was in Curb Your Enthusiasm. He got, was the first gladiator injury because they used to have this thing called like human cannonball. Ugh. Where they had these two podiums, and when the, the, the regular person would stand over here and have a rope, your job was to knock over the gladiator who was, had a little, like, pad. But originally, they didn't tell them they had to tuck in. So this dude launches with his feet, cuts Malibu, okay. like, above the eye, like a huge gash on his face, and knocks him out. And he's no, like, after that point, Malibu's just gone. <laughs> like, took out a gladiator season one. It was impressive as hell. I'm thinking about the they... the American Gladiator video game. I think I had it. It was an awful game. It was not great. It was, <laughs> it was on. I think it was on like game. original Nintendo. I think. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I'm looking it up now. Yeah. Where did they shoot the series? I feel like it was live at Universal Studios. Maybe. Let me see. I gotta find out where they actually. There was a soundtrack. Holy shit! American Gladiators: The Music released in '93. See, when I think of an American Gladiators video game, it wasn't officially American Gladiators, but I think of like Fusion Frenzy for the original Xbox. Yes, because yep. that had like your hamster ball game and all the other stuff. It had it had Larry Zonka. That was, I mean, you know. Oh yeah, There's some good stuff there. By the way, the guy who played Malibu was in a bunch of stuff. He's best known for playing Motaro in Mortal Kombat Annihilation. That's the bad one. <laughs> He was in Batman Forever. That was the bad one. <laughs> he was in an episode of Veronica Mars, an episode of Curve Your Enthusiasm as Thor. Oh, he had a career, sort of. Anyways, I, I'm just so happy it's back. I've been watching episodes in the background. It's great. Oh. It also made me think of Nickelodeon Guts, which was another show that I absolutely loved because that was like kids gladiators. Although I think there was a Gl American Gladiators kids version. But there was like Nickelodeon Guts, which was the show that I always watched as a kid that I always wanted to be on, even though I was not a athletic child. We'll put it that way. Oh, me neither. That's why I did speech and drama when I was in high school. I stayed away from the sports. Yeah, same. And very, band. Very, yeah, very, very much same. I was I was more of a, a we'll call myself. I was a gentle soul. We'll put it that way. An artistic, creative soul. I'm, not, I'm just looking at the names of all the uh, 
The gladiators. Yeah, there's like a list of it. It's a Wikipedia of all the lists. Oh yeah, who's so? Who's your favorite? What's the best name you you found? I, I mean, there's there's plenty. List of gladiators. There's Malibu. Malibu. Yeah. Drop Malibu in the Discord. Apparently, he came back on Tosh Point Okay, perfect. <laughs> in like 2009. Okay. I mean, there was like you know the common ones were like Nitro and and Turbo. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, ones we all remember. Gemini. I remember Gemini. Gemini. You know, like Storm. Wikipedia first gave me Roman gladiators. I was like, oh, these are awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah. Names. I think the worst part is were the women's names. The women's names were not great, guys. Well, we had Lace and Lace number two. Lace yes, there was, a, lace, yeah. there was a second Lace. Yeah, replaced they, lace. They, they gave the only deaf gladiator a woman the nickname Siren, which feels wrong. Not good. Rest, Electra. Rest in peace, Siren. Oh, she, oh, she died too. Oh, my God. Yeah. There are a lot of. A lot, there are a lot of these gladiators died, guys. I wonder how many of these gladiators were on steroids, though. Maybe all, that kind of led to things. I assume all of them. I just assume all of them. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get sued by a gladiator now. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, they had some good ladies' names, you know, Electra. This is not libel. This is not slander. What, whatever the one it is for recorded medium. But but like diamond, ice. Sunny, storm, sunny. Come on, sunny, sunny. sky, jazz. Dal- jazz, Dallas. I just love the summaries on some of these people. Tank appeared as a replacement following an injury to laser. Like, <laughs> just that—that that is your bio. <laughs> laser went down. We need tank cyclone now. injured during preliminary rounds and did not return to action. Okay. Oh my god! This is. Yeah, yeah, this is kind of sad. Just looking at that, Zap was. I don't want to read. Zap was out for maternity leave. I like that. That's crazy. And she came back. Zap had a kid, and it was like, "I'm coming back for more." I am out. I am out. 1990. After the maternity leave, Zap is back. Yeah. Anyway, anyways, I loved American Gladiators. I'm glad it's back. I'll probably be posting random videos from because there's always there are some absolutely great moments. I don't know if we predicted this. Last episode, we made a joke about there being a Bucky's near Auburn, but not in Auburn. And it turns out, as of today, yesterday, a Bucky's opened in Auburn. So we're Dan Beaver. We're glad they have them. That was a joke. I was telling you one was coming. I thought I thought we said that one was like nearby, but was like on the Georgia side. Oh, I think that's what Pit Girl said, but I, I'm not sure. But I thought for sure they were getting one in Auburn, so that just could well, I have no you idea. You're 100 percent right. No but idea. it was and it, and it opened and it opened yesterday. That's right. Which means the beaver was there. Which means there were so, beaver nuggets as far as the eye can see. The jerky was flowing. The bathrooms were clean. So we had our own Bucky's up here. Um, B u c k y s. They got sued into and oblivion. Didn't they? they did. They did. <laughs> and like there was an agreement that they would not cross turfs. But now Bucky's has been bought by Casey's. So I'm hoping we can get a real Bucky's up here now, someday. It'll happen. Bucky's is starting to take over the world. There's a Texas Monthly cut. Co- Let me find the Texas Monthly cover. It is one of the most uh, disturbing covers they've ever posted. I will put drop this in the Discord. It is a, uh, it is a oh, yes. <laughs> selection of Bucky stuffed animals, and it just says the path to world domination. That is terrifying. I'm imagining opening up my front door and just seeing a parade of Bucky's beavers walking down the street. Absolutely. I That's think I would close my door, go back to bed, and say, I am done with the day. Yeah. I'm, uh, I mean, again, no. like, I remember, you know, when I moved to San Antonio, there was only one Bucky's. It was the original. Yeah. It, it, was, it, was, it was, the funny part to me is when I got on I-10, 
like coming from Florida, uh, mm-hmm. like you'd get on I-10 and it'd be like the I-10, uh, I think it's 75 interchange, uh, not not the 95 in, in Jacksonville, but like 75 close to Gainesville. Yeah. Uh, and you would get on and as soon as you get there, it'd be like, there's a Bucky's billboard, like 1,042 miles to Bucky's. Yep. And I'm like, really? These people are crazy. And then now it's like there's almost like a Bucky's everywhere that I need to drive. Um, That's part. Which is kind of, I, I'm going to say this here, which is probably going to ruffle some Bucky's feathers. I don't stop at Bucky's unless it's planned. Like, I won't stop there if it's Why? not planned. I won't. I've got one five minutes north of me, and I go there just for fun sometimes. Yeah, you're five minutes away, but I'm talking about... I go get a soda. This is this is the dad in me. If I'm going to New Orleans, right, I yeah. am not stopping unless it is there's, planned. There's three buckets yes, on your way. That's right. I will stop in the one in Baytown, and that's it. On the way back, if it's an emergency and we have to use the restroom, I will get upset. But I am not stopping at Bucky's unless it is planned. I have, it's go. the dad mode in me right now. Dad... <laughs> That I'm just, I, we got to make, I, we are making great we are making time. Great we, are time. Not we are not stopping at Bucky's. The beaver nuggets are not worth it. <laughs> the fuck did you just say? We are going to get some emails. The fuck did you just say? The beaver uh, nuggets aren't worth it. Have you had the salted caramel beaver nuggets? There's flavors now. <laughs> I, I think, I think this podcast is going to start a schism. Oh, it is. The Bucky's. There's a, a schism here. I can't. There's salted caramel. There's uh, cheddar cheese. They have all flavors now. They have pizza nuggets. It's too, Bucky's nuggies. It's too busy, man. It's too busy. It's hard to get gas. You got to wait for a spot. It's ridiculous. There's 120 with that many, no, with that many pumps. Seriously. Like you go to the one in Baytown, you're lucky to get a pump off of I-10. I actually, you're lucky. I, actually, I have I have waited in line at Bucky's for gas before. Uh, and <laughs> then like the exit at the Baytown one is awful. Like the light is just absolutely. It, it lets like six cars through. That's it. And I'm like, everybody's trying to leave Bucky's. It just I, all the time that I just made, I have just lost at Bucky's. All right, I, it's ridiculous. All right, I'm I don't care if the kiddo wants to you see the to beaver. Go eat some <laughs> jerky and be happy. I used to make. I used to hit the Bucky's in Bastrop on the way from San Antonio to College Station. It's the perfect halfway point. That's great. It, it's easy in and out. Fantastic. How many? How many? How many divorced kids of divorced parents do you think use Bucky's as their oh, trade-off? That's the point? drop-off spot. Yeah, because <laughs> it used to be like a McDonald's or a Wendy's it's the safe zone. And I feel like nowadays, like Bucky's is like the neutral zone. It's the halfway spot. <laughs> so, how many divorced kids are getting passed around? And getting handed a giant, a giant soda just because. Did they pass the them Bucky's in front of the, the beaver? DMZ of our family? Did they pass them in front of the beaver? The beaver's the notary public. I'm That's pretty it. sure the beaver's a notary. <laughs> the, the, the beaver is the demilitarized the zone. Uh, <laughs> I would not be surprised if the beaver has officiated at least one wedding. I assume that the costume mascot is a, is a notary public and a justice of the peace. I just assume that that's the case. I'm sure they've got power of attorney over somebody. Mm-hmm. Bucky's has got everything. Also, the original one in Luling, it's always packed because it was the tiny one and they tried to expand it. It's still not big enough. They're making a bigger one. Yeah, they're trying. They're going to make it bigger than the one in Tennessee. It's going to be over 75,000 square feet. Too big. What if we just make Texas one giant Bucky's? I think I'd be okay with it at this point. I mean, cheap if, ice. If they put clean bathrooms. If they put a Bucky's uh, from like, you know, San Antonio to El Paso, I would really appreciate that because there ain't shit out there. Yeah, actually, there are no Buckies in that direction. Put one in Van Horn, for God's sakes. You got all those mileage signs out there taunting me like Van Horn is something. 
Let there be a Bucky's at least. No, there's, there's nothing. There. There's nothing bad. We, we got the Marfa Prada, and we're gonna get the Marfa Bucky's. That's yes. Right. Oh my God, a Marfa Bucky's. Holy shit, they make a ton of money. Would they would? If you Did put you guys... one just over the border between like Pennsylvania and New Jersey on 95, you would make all of the money from everyone who doesn't want to deal with uh gas station attendants in jersey <laughs> see i was thinking of bucky's with gas station attendants on the jersey side what if what if bucky's but it had you had to have you had to have someone pump your gas for you i and feel like that would dress like beavers Holy this shit. would also cut about seven hours out of the travel time from yankee stadium to the nearest bucky's as posited on sunday's podcast yes it is because <laughs> i looked that up and it is in florence south carolina which would not be a shocker culture shock at all to anyone of our uh bad boy mowers sponsored yeah. listeners <laughs> did you guys see dion sanders response to meeting ralphie the buffalo i'm gonna throw absolutely the audio it was amazing i did not and watch, it's 100 correct it. I, I but it's very, very funny. I just I just clipped the part, like it was like a three minute video. I just clipped the part of of him like he he fed Ralphie with like some gloves and stuff, but then they're doing the Ralphie running around the field, and I just clipped that part of him. I I am Dion here. I am not I was just like Dion, so I I, I feel you, Dion here. Coach Prime. I have been to, I have been to oh, a Colorado no. game. Oh, we supposed to stay here while the thing is coming? Yep, I'll just have you step back. Right there. Oh, yeah, right yep, I would react just oh, like We'll that. take one step oh, no. back and you'll be fine. Why this thing is coming at me full speed? Oh, no! No! Oh, God. Oh, no! <laughs> 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 yep. Ralphie was intimidating. <laughs> that nice was you, that was intimidating. She's coming. That was intimidating. That was something. When Ralphie was coming, that was intimidating. I have seen enough tweets from various national parks accounts saying to leave the buffalo alone. I would be terrified too. Oh yeah, no, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> No, this is a hundred percent the right response to have Definitely. to a buffalo coming at you. <laughs> I, I don't care how tame you say it is; it is still a wild animal. Yeah. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. I I mean, I love the oh no. <laughs> like, I, I think I watched it like at least like like ten times, and then at the end, you can tell how flustered he is because he said that was intimidating four times. Uh, that's mm-hmm. all he could say. Like when. I mean, you saw Ralphie coming at me. It was very it's hard to, intimidating. It's, it's, doesn't He's trying very hard very not to say terrifying. <laughs> He's like, that was but that's the word that he means. <laughs> so good. I love it. I love I, I love Ralphie. The, Ralphie's one of my favorite mascots out there. Oh, yeah. The, I went to a Colorado game back in like 2012-ish. I don't remember. It was Hawaii at Colorado because my college roommate was a Hawaii fan. And he goes whenever they're stateside. It was wonderful seeing Ralphie run around the stadium in real life. TV does not do it justice. Just how fast she goes. Watching the people with her hold on for dear life. Mm-hmm. Like, if you really look at them, yeah. Yeah. they're actually holding on for dear life. Yep. They are doing their best to stay upright. Definitely. Yep. Like, the moment they let Ralphie go, and, like, you could just, your heart kind of stops. You're like, oh, oh, no. That's well. They let there him go Dion. into okay. the trailer. Dion's like, oh, oh no. 
<laughs> the the opening line of we supposed to just stand here while it's coming at us just sums <laughs> the whole thing up perfectly. Yep. And then she was like, Well, you're gonna need to step back a little bit. It was like that's it? <laughs> like it was like barely a step back. But you're in a trailer, you're trapped with Ralphie. I'd like to congratulate Georgia. The conclave has finished. They have chosen a new dog. We say hello to we, we, yeah, have almost pup him. I said, have a have almost dog also works. We welcome Boom, who is going to be Ugga the 11th, I believe. Uh, I will wow. I will drop a picture of Ugga the 11th in the chat. Nothing, nothing about this is going to make you go, oh, they really picked a different one this time. It is another Ugga. They all look the same. Yep, that is indeed another white bulldog. Mm-hmm. They have apparently have a coloring ceremony. Do they parade him around in like the pup mobile? <laughs> Sorry, I was going for a pope jokes, but yes, I got I got one. The other two are just like whatever. <laughs> you, got <me. laughs> you got me. You got me. Right. I think I that... was trying to work an ice pack joke in there, so I'm oh, okay. got lost well, in that time. instead. <laughs> I, no, I think. If they do parade him around, it's going to have to be in a, mo- in a vehicle of some sort, because I'm not sure that any Ugga can take more than about 20 steps without getting winded. Well, especially like in the Georgia heat, too. Yeah, it's got to be bad for him. I mean, it's bad for me. I know how I react in the Georgia heat, and theoretically, I'm supposed to be able to stay- withstand that. Fair. But can, a- we get in- can we get him in a red version of the coat that the Pope was wearing in that viral AI video (laughs) from the other day and just stuff that with ice. I I assume. Because I think we'd all enjoy that, including. Oh, yeah. Including him. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. So enjoy that. And then our other bit of football news, our beautiful boy decided to not stay in Thailand for the rest of his life. Like we thought he would not just take his fucking money and go away. Cliff Kingsbury has coach brain. He's coming back to work. He's going to USC. So I know that the common nickname for him for a while has been Coach Ryan Gosling. And now he's going to be in L.A. with the real Ryan Gosling. I just want to see a picture of the two of them hanging out together. That would be great. I'm not sure I have ever seen Cliff Kingsbury without a headset on. And I would like to say I've never seen someone more made to wear a headset. His head is so narrow. And it I'm, just I'm make like sh- having the head, the, having the, the headset the big on cans makes just him give look depth. like a normally proportioned human, but it's just so <laughs> tubular otherwise, he, and I can't looks, get past it. He looks like someone took one of the sliders in The Sims and turned off like the boundaries, like in the shot even. Like he's got good cheekbones, but the head is just very narrow. Yes. Yeah. You, and you, it, you, I think you're right. You put a set of cannons on him, and all of a sudden, it, it fills it out. You think his helmet that he wore for Texas Tech back in the day, the old school helmets, maybe like compressed a little bit here? You know, because I mean, the old helmets, you had the Peyton Manning with the giant, you know, red <laughs> splotch on his forehead. Yeah. You know, maybe something like that was compressing some things. You know, the, the giant Texas Tech helmet uh, was just a little too tight. Uh, yep. You know, maybe something like that. You're like, I'm sorry, your helmet's too small. We can't afford new equipment. Uh, we'll I, found, I found something else in the Discord chat for you guys. A little young Cliff Kingsbury. Oh, wow. Oh, looking, no. very, looking very looking very, 99, 2000, 2001. Cliff Kingsbury. Take oh, that it is absolutely the villain in a Disney sports movie. Oh, totally. Right? Oh, 100%. Absolutely. He, this is, 
in the Mighty Ducks, he would have played for Iceland. Mm-hmm. In uh, why was why was Iceland the bad guy in the Mighty Ducks too? When very clearly it should have been like Russia. Why was it Iceland? <laughs> Sorry, to... just random, probably random trying things. to avoid being. <laughs> overly political at the time i don't know well the cold war so. had ended at this point so uh the Mighty cold Ducks, war had ended right we just got over the miracle on ice just got over the miracle on ice like uh yeah, over a decade ago um you we wanted to teach children that iceland exists that's right I guess so that's right i mean they had a bunch of weird countries in that i mean jamaica had a hockey team i believe um or am i getting that confused with d2 uh, I have, I'm talking I'm, about I'm talking I'm talking about D two. Oh, okay. All right. I mean, the original the original was all took place in Minnesota. That was all minor league. It oh, was yeah. D two. They went to the World Games. D two. Yes. Okay. D three. They went to private school, I believe. Uh, <laughs> sure. Oh, I'm sorry. My love of Mighty Ducks is weird, but we talk about fucking, you know, a, a, you know, uh, Air Bud, uh, you know, uh, curling. Three, epi- three Air, episodes of Air Bud. Air, Air Bud, you know, on ice, the curling episode, the curling movie. Is there one? And all of a sudden, you is know, Air Bud I don't know. Did Air Bud play so. hockey? I didn't know about that. I like Air Bud curling. No, I can't remember. I couldn't remember D3, so I just said, sure. I, I, I wasn't Air, trying to Air, be. I couldn't. Air Bud, Air Bud does luge. Air Bud at the Winter Olympics. He has to be. The, oh, he's playing. He's, he's anchor on the bobsled team now. Look okay. at him. Yeah, I'm trying to think of a good winter sport. Feel the rhythm, feel the rhyme, get on up. It's Air Bud time. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. Thanks, Coach. Okay, workshop this plot with me. The entire, uh, give me a small country, Andorra. The entire Andorra uh, Olympic, winter Olympic team dies in a plane crash. Airblood, Airbud, Airblood, Airbud has to do all the has to do all the events at the Winter Olympics now. Or is this what we bring the Air Buddies in for? The Air Buddies. Yes, there we go. That's it. Uh-huh. Done. Bring so them. so it's it's Airbud doing figure skating, we... Airbug doing ice dancing, Airbug doing biathlon. Yes. How does he shoot? I don't fucking know. I don't know. Airbud doing cross country skiing, Airbud doing alpine, Airbud doing snowboarding, Airbud doing I can see the snowboarding uh, already. That's... Ice hockey. Yes. Oh yeah, this is all great. Yes. This is all gold. Curling. Uh, skeleton, luge, bobsled. I would what love to see Airbud in the skeleton. You know. Yeah. The skeleton's <laughs> the one where like Airbud is like facing forward. He's just laying but, down. Just stomach, the, yeah. It's a cute Airbud face. Just, see, oh. now I'm imagining the curling instead of sweeping, he's just wagging his tail on the ice. Done. I mean, it we write that would be perfect. They write themselves. They write themselves. Oh my God. We're bringing back Airbud, folks. The Sickos Committee leaves college football to write Airbud. More Airbud directed DVD sequels. Direct to Netflix, Airbud. Oh, what they, I Disney, did over Disney Plus. vacation. Then we got Airbud at the World Games. Airbud plays corfball. Airbud plays fistball. Right. Airbud does bouldering. Airbud does sumo. Airbud does orienteering. Airbud Air would be great at orienteering. I, I'm just gonna say that. Be, oh, absolutely. He wouldn't even need a map. <laughs> wouldn't even need a map. Airbud does life saving. Yeah. Airbud jumps out of a plane. Airbud, you know. He could do breaking dancing. It'd be great. There we go. Airbud does orienteering is basically just homeward bound, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and there was a golden retriever in that. No, we got it. Anyways, Cliff Kingsbury. That's what we were talking about. He's back, he's back in California. I don't know how we went on that tangent in the mighty. Uh, it doesn't matter. What, what set what set you off was me saying sure because I, I wasn't sure about D oh, three. That's it. He's like, right. oh, you talk about it. <laughs> I got you on the Airbud. All right. Uh, the Airbud moment. Every podcast, four in a row. We got to keep it going. 
So he's going to, they hired him to be the QB whisperer to Caleb Williams, who's already doing very well. He already won right. the fucking Heisman. What are we trying to do here? I guess whispering the his replacement, because this is the last year, isn't it? Oh, yeah. But this will be? Yeah. I mean, Caleb's yeah. probably going to go to the draft next year, I would think, right? I, I don't, I thought this was only it, his second year. No, this will be his, I think he can declare after this year. Oh, yeah. I think he's a junior. He still gets that co- yeah, and then he still gets that COVID year if he wants it. Yeah. Oh shit, he was I for, I forget that he was in Oklahoma. Sorry. I forgot yeah. about that. I forgot year. about the Oklahoma year. Wait, you thought, thought he was a freshman? Yeah, I thought he was a freshman. Wow. Whatever. I saw him in person. He looked okay. Whatever. Tulane <laughs> ran him up. I don't care. I mean, yeah, I was he there. Had I great saw stats. it. It doesn't matter. Green Wave won the game. Yeah. That's right. Roll wave. I don't know how much they offered Cliff to come out of come out of whatever retirement he was in. But I hope it was enough because maybe I'm just built differently than these football coaches. In fact, change that. I know I'm built differently than these football coaches. I just, if you give me a couple million to do nothing, I'm going to go do nothing for a bit. Yeah, and Thailand's cheap, so it's very unlikely that he blew through his buyout already. No way. I mean, it is still possible, but extremely unlikely. It's just like how far is that buyout going to go in L.A.? I mean, just something Not that you very. get with these coaches. They just can't quit coaching. Like, they just want to coach. It, it's, you know, it, like when I was doing the Substack with all the weird uh, you know, coaching histories, like these people will go to extraordinary lengths to coach. It, like, they just want to coach. So it's just, you know, it's weird that they get to travel and, and go to these strange places. I mean, like, you know, if, if one of us quits our job, like maybe we would just drive five minutes different. To, in the city that we're at, I mean, like they quit their job or they get fired, they're moving clear across the country, or you know, I mean, really for him, it's like Arizona to to L.A. technically with a stop in Thailand in between. You know, it's just something that you just can't can't quit coaching. It's it's just weird. It's like a weird lifestyle. Like I I got a coach. I know band directors like this, and because I I because I am a reformed band director, I I no longer feels this way, but I I get that I guess because I definitely know band directors that. Even like they were retired, they retired for like a year or two and then like go do something like band adjacent because they just can't fucking stop doing what they're doing. It, it, they have that that hustle coach culture. Rabbit brain culture. That's right. Or, or Easter something. Man, air, raid, rabbit brain. air raid for life. <laughs> just that's it. Kevin, tell us about the Open Cup. How are things going? <laughs> so we just wrapped up the second round, which is when all of our non-MLS professional teams come in so anyone who's in the second or third tier of u.s soccer which is all widely considered professional they all come in and they play the winners of the first round who were all semi-pro and amateur teams so it gets pretty chalky at this point we've got a lot more professional teams playing you know some semi-pros some amateurs some just complete whoever you know completely random people coming in but we had a few upsets this time around is this annual or is it every yes it's every year um we had the south georgia tormenta who are a professional team in uh usl league one beat the rio grande valley fc who are in the usl championship the bullshit not the rg no bullshit yeah my beloved um, RGVFC. They tormented them. <laughs> yes, I believe uh, Rio Grande Valley is the Toros. Sounds right. They are. Um, Going to be also the, the home of who's going to be there soon? 
Barqueros. That's right. UT RGV Barqueros in D1. In FBI, sorry, D1. Uh, what FB, kind of logo FCS. is this for the Tormenta? It looks like a Okay, I was like okay, you, we were we were just looking at this. Okay, we're looking at the same thing. Right. What? I don't know what that is. That is a pelican, but it's not Volning, so I am not interested. Yeah, exactly. Like, yes, I also. Only pelicans pelican. I want are 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 Volning. Yeah. Yeah, I remember uh, Omaha did pretty good last year's Open Cup. Took out Chicago and Minneapolis, but then lost to KC. The RGV Toros logo is much better, by the way. Union Omaha is still in the tournament. They did win uh, their second round game. They'll be playing uh, MLS expansion team St. Louis City in the third round on the 25th uh all the all the third round games are the 25th and 26th other upsets that we had tulsa athletic of the national premier soccer league beat crosstown fc tulsa of the usl championship so yes this is a semi-pro over professional second tier u.s soccer game uh these two teams met in round two last year as well which fc tulsa won so Revenge. Tulsa Athletic gets to avenge their defeat, and they yeah. will play Sporting Kansas City. Oh, uh, okay. In that's, two gonna weeks. Be, that's gonna be rough. Um, yeah. Tulsa Athletic has a great logo. So, like Tulsa Athletic versus FC Tulsa. Do they call that the Tulsa Tussle? Oh, God, I hope uh, so. I, I think we are going to. That's what start we're calling it if we can't. Right. If they Trademark. don't already, um, the Tulsa Tussle. TM, TM, TM. Don't steal our ideas, whoever listens to this podcast. Which patent pending. Patent. Copyright. Here's our Union Omaha update. They uh, beat El Paso Locomotive of the USL Championship 2-0. Oh. Viva Bujos. El Paso Locomotive sounds like an old Soviet team. <laughs> Loco- it sounds locomotive. like... Yeah, it yes. sounds... It's, uh, El Paso Locomotive sounds like, oh yeah, they played in the old Soviet Ling. They were sponsored by like the Russian Army <laughs> and like a, tra- a train union. To, in one of my favorite match uh, name matchups of the second round, the Northern Colorado Hailstorm beat the Ooh. Colorado Springs Switchbacks three to one. Um, Hailstorm's a good team name. It's a great name. We name things after lots of weather conditions, but I've never heard Hailstorm. I don't know if I have either. The one time I actually went to Colorado, I, I, I we we got caught in a hailstorm. So uh, so it's fitting. Yeah, it works there out. You go. I, it, it's it's an app name. I'll say that. Not an upset, but a noteworthy game. Sacramento Republic FC, last year's finalist, they lost to, I'm blanking on which MLS team right now, beat Crossfire Premier of the uh, National Premier Soccer League 5-4 after extra time. After losing most of this game, they uh, gave up a 2-0 lead in the first 13 minutes of the game. And then scored two goals in the last nine minutes of the game to send it to overtime. Crossfire immediately retook the lead in the 93rd minute. It was tied in the 97th. And then Republic took their first lead of the game in the second half of extra time in the 105th. Crossfire tied again. And then Republic went ahead for the last time in the 113th minute. So this took all two hours to figure out the winner of this one. And... I was able to catch a little bit of this. It was just a wild, wild game. So our final game of round two, which uh, ended about 15 minutes before we started recording here. Um, I managed to catch all of the extra time in this one. Chicago House 
Athletic Club of the United States Adult Soccer Association and the Midwest Premier League. What? Uh, United defeated... States Adult Soccer Association just sounds such a... It sounds yeah, like... I had to spell that out just to remind myself to read the whole thing because it's just a wonderful, wonderful name. So that's USASA. Um, that's U-S-A-S-A. Yeah, that's just no. Yes. The Midwest Premier League. I, I love that part. The MPL. Mm-hmm. They're the MWPL. M- oh, come <laughs> on, man. MWPL. That's a little bit too much now. Yes. All right. But they uh, defeated Forward Madison of Madison, Wisconsin, one of the best Twitter accounts on the internet. Uh, their social team is incredible. Uh, I am wearing one of their jerseys right now as I live in Florida. One, one, of, the best lo- one of the best logos I've ever seen. Yeah. Yes. No, uh, up Madison, Flamingos Wisconsin, forever. Think, um, yes. Yep. You think of Flamingos, right? Hmm? Yep. Yeah, yes. because that's, that's the uh, unofficial bird of, of Madison because uh, all the college kids had plastic flamin- flamingos. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Oh, is that real? Yeah, is that real? They, yeah. they 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 use them to measure snow depth. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's called. It, they refer to it as going full mingo. If it covers the flamingo, it's all. There's a whole thing. It's beautiful. <laughs> there's like I, weird... I cannot recommend following this Twitter account. It is so. Enough, yeah. They are so good. I remember when I was in high school, our youth group used plastic flamingos as a fundraiser. Like we would flamingo somebody's yard overnight. I like that. And then you could pay like. You can pay like $5 to get them out of your yard and then write down who you wanted to go to next. Or I think it was like pay $20 to make sure they never come back to your yard for that year. Okay. I like that. <laughs> love <Yeah>. that. <laughs> I love that. All of their jerseys are great. Holy shit. Yes. No, they are great jerseys, great color scheme, great logos, like just really, really incredible marketing. Like I said, they've got a, I have never lived anywhere within 200 miles of Madison and I own multiple pieces of their apparel in Florida. So, yeah. So that uh, marks two teams from outside the top two, uh, three tiers of us soccer that are still in the tournament, uh, Chicago house who just beat Madison and Tulsa athletic. Um, both of them will play MLS teams in the next round. There's a few games that don't feature MLS teams, but we are largely looking at getting the, you know, highest tier teams in here and we'll update after the next round of thing if interesting things happen we had a lower team lower tier team run to the finals last year so who knows i like it nice hey beth how are you doing well oh yeah everything's great everything is Mm -hmm. awesome uh kanish let's let's do one let's do the pronunciation game first okay let's see how long that takes us okay and then we can decide if we're going to do the Akron thing or not, because no just problem. for timing we'll wise. We'll see what's up. Uh, look, let me get up a scoring thing. Okay. I'm probably going to oh, have no. to share my This was our with... undoing last time. So what I'm going to do is we'll probably go through maybe half of these, depending on how long it takes. Um, sure. We were trying to figure out a way how everybody could play it at home or listening on the podcast. Uh, what I'm going to do, it's the Louisiana pronunciation game. We can throw in some Zydeco music here, whatever you want to do, Jordan. Yeah, I, uh, I so I, I I put a note to put in throw in the win the Saints for the last episode. And I totally forgot to put it put in. My bad. It's okay. Your internet wasn't working. So what I'm gonna do here? It's a Louisiana pronunciation game. 
Um, I'm going to try to spell the word and then allow everybody else to give their guess of pr the pronunciation of the word. Uh, then I will give the pronunciation, the Louisiana pronunciation of the word, and then we'll give points uh, from there. And, and hopefully this will be fun. We're trying to do something a little bit different for the offseason. So let, let's see what we got going here, and let's hope, um, you know, everybody will enjoy this. So, Howie, hold up. First first off, is there partial credit? Uh, How many syllables do we have to get right? Like over 50% of the syllables? <laughs> or I'm going to – Commission, I'm going to give you some powers here, I okay. think. Okay. I, I will power... give you – I will be I, – I, I will say close enough. And I'll give you a point if I say close enough. Like, you'll get credit. Okay. You'll get full credit for a point if I say close enough. Um, if you're way off, you get nothing. Okay. So we're, we're good. I, I've started with an easy one. Now, these are going to be... I'm just going to do everything in a Coach O voice. <laughs> yeah. Argue that maybe you just misheard that me. May work. <laughs> uh, that may work out. Oh, that's so. a burgundy. That's a burgundy. <laughs> we haven't even given the word yet, but okay. All right. Uh, All so right, let's start here. Um, I'm gonna, these are just like Louisiana places. They could be streets in New Orleans. They could be cities. They could be rivers. They could be parishes. They could be bayous. They could be anything in Louisiana that just has some interesting pronunciation with it. That if you're not from Louisiana, you you probably will slip up on these. Uh, I'm gonna start with an easy one. Uh, it is a color. Uh, it is spelled B U R G U N D Y. So whoever would like to go first can go first. I'm going to guess it's Burgundy. Just like normal. Okay. Like You're saying it's, it's pronounced like it's spelled. Yeah. <laughs> I will say it's Borgundy. Okay. I'm going to go Burndy and just drop the middle syllable. <laughs> I'm going to pretend that this town, assuming it's a town, I'm going to pretend it's populated by Pennsylvanians, and I'm going to say it's Burgundy. Yeah, we would do that. Um, it, it is the, the town pronounced by by Pennsylvanians is actually correct. Uh, yeah. it, oh my god! It this is, explains it is, so much about why you do well the on the Pennsylvanians. It is it is Burgundy. Uh, no, it's, so no, it's it. not. Yes, it is. It is a street. No, it is a street in the French Quarter of New Orleans. It is Burgundy. That is the pronunciation of it. Uh, street in Louisiana. Um, in New Orleans, so enjoy. I was that like, one. "Oh, Burgundy, that's like a French thing." Yeah, you thought like it, that's that that itself is French, so it must be like the Duke of Burgundy. That's, that's how you say it, right? That's what you thought. That was my original thought too, but I just wanted to be different from you, so God. I decided to go pen. I decided to go Yinzer. Okay, all right. Brander. Uh, so, so one for the representative of Corn, channeling Pennsylvania gets one correct. So, the Corn uh, representative. All right, word two. The spelling is O U A C, as in Charlie. H I T A. Whoever would like to go, let's let's make the uh, the one that got it correct go first. So, corn representative, oh, okay. give it give it a shot here. I'm gonna say Washta. Okay. Oh. I'm gonna follow that. That was my that was my leaning on this. Say it, Kevin. Say it. Kevin's gotta say Washta. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to say it's Wakita. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I'm going to say it's Wachita. Wachita. Wachita? Yeah. Okay. 
So I'm going to give the representative from Corn and Kevin credit here. Um, right. It is Washita, Washita River, Washita Parish. Um, that is Washita uh, Baptist. I know a, this. Washita Baptist. Yes. That's um, where it yes. came. That's that. Yeah. Again, these are kind of easy uh, in the beginning. They're going to get a little crazy oh no. a little bit later. Oh, we're, I am. I am turbo fucked. Yeah. All right. So I, can both. we give I'm going to give Jordan like a half of credit here. No, no don't point? do that. Okay, he don't want it. He don't <laughs> no, want it. He don't want it. I don't, I don't, don't want your it. fucking pity point. I don't point. want your pity point. I, you know what? I'm just going to make all knowing... of these as Pennsylvanian as possible. That's where yeah, I'm going I, from here on end. I feel by knowing it's going to get weirder, I'm just going to be like, this pronunciation makes no sense, and that's going to be correct. Mm-hmm. All right. So we're moving on to another, uh, <laughs> number three. Everybody's probably <laughs> laughing, laughing at this one already. <laughs> but this is fun. All right, this is a two-worder. It is a two-worder, but in your head, think of the letter G, R, O, and then S as in Sam, S as in Sam, E, and that's the first word. The second word is T, E, T, E. Enjoy. Um, let's let's make, uh, I mean, we got to keep him going until he misses one. The representative of corn. What do you got here? I am going to say grossate. Gross tet. Oh, y'all from Gross Titty. Okay. <laughs> someone had to say it. <laughs> yep, someone had to say it. I'll say Gross Tet. tet. All right. Hmm. I don't think I can give anybody credit here. Um, it is. It uh, is. Oh God. It is Gross Tate. Ah, I'm sorry. Gross no, Tate. Yes, no, it is. <laughs> okay. Gross okay. Tate. That last word is T E T E. Again, there is not an A in there. No, it's gross. Might as well say like T E T E. It's pronounced Bob. Like, yeah. Uh, again, gross Tate. That, that, that's it. All right. It's a it's a small village in Iberville Parish. Um, its name is French for big head. I know what I yes. fucking know what the French is. <laughs> <laughs> it's gross Tate. Uh, incorrect. Sorry, gross Tate. All right. I like that one. Beth went I like for it. Lot too bad. Beth went for it. Love it. That's not a word. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I lost the screen here. Where did it go? Right. Oh, no. What are you doing? Okay, I got it. Did it go? Yeah. It's still All right, there. we're good. So if I shrink it, it goes away? Yes, it goes away. Yes. Oh, okay. I like looking at your faces doing this. All right. So here we go. Um, this is all one word. So it's A- T as in Tom, C as in Charlie, H, A, F as in Frank, A, L, A, Y, A. Yeah, that's not a word. That's <laughs> Scrabble tiles. I'm putting this. I'm putting these letters back. I got to draw letters. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Atchafalaya. That's what I was gonna say. Atchafalaya. I know this. I mean, if I want to make it Yinzer, it becomes Atchafalia, but. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go Atchafalia. 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 So it's Atchalafa? No, I'm kidding. What? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just playing. Atchafalia. Atchafalia. It is a swamp. Atchafalia. Atchafalia. Oh, wow. Okay. Sorry. Did any of us get close enough to, for your. I kind of want to give Beth, and then I think Kevin were, were close. Or was it Andrew? I 
they're they were close. Was, yeah, we had an we had close. an emphasis on syllable problem. I think yeah. it was close. Or was it was it corn? Corn rep. It was corn rep. Corn yeah. rep and Beth. Okay. I, I want to give them credit. That 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 could pass. I, I would say that could pass. Atch Atch fl- Atchafalaya? <laughs> no. How do I sing it? Atchafalaya. Atchafalaya. I can't even say it right now. Y'all messing with me. Atchafalaya. I can't even say it. I have lost my accent. Y'all messing me up. I've lost my accent. Hatch jambalaya. <laughs> which would be delicious. <laughs> Yeah. Two things I, I really need to try. I've lost it. I've lost That's it. That's what Kamish is going to make at uh, New Mexico tailgate next year. <laughs> and it's going to be great. Oh, yeah. Hatch green chili and jambalaya. Oh, my God. Y'all, y'all are really playing with my accent. I'm losing it here. It's lovely. <laughs> I'd say it's going well. It's going great. All right. Next word. Oh, by the way. Andrew three, Beth one, Kevin one, Jordan zero. Is anybody right, else having fun looking at these and trying to pronounce them backwards? Because I'm having a very good time. I assume they sound the same. These are all palindromes, as far as I'm concerned. All right, atchafalaya, atchafalaya. All right, I got, it. I got it back. Thank you. Oh Jesus, atchafalaya. Stop, atchafalaya. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm losing my accent. Stop it. Uh, all right, next, next word. Let's spell it. It's gonna be O. P as in Peter, E L O U S as in Sam, A S as in Sam. So I guess the Midwest to me just wants to start out with Ope. Ope. Uh, <laughs> Ope, let me sneak on by you there. But I think I'm going to say uh, Opelusa. Anybody else willing to, to dare? Opelosis. <laughs> Opelousa. Opelousa. Okay. Uh, I, I, I don't, some of you were close, but it's Opelousas. Oh, my God. Uh, like the horse? It's Opelousas? Opelousas. That's right. I was so Thank sure you. that last S I'm was I'm so gonna, proud gonna of myself for keeping that last S. I'm close. not proud of myself for anything else. But that <laughs> oh, my close. God. It was close. Um, shout, <sighs> out, shout out to Opelousas, the home of Tony Saturies. I uh, just want to give a shout out there. <laughs> Tony Saturis, the best seasoning in I the mean, world. Yeah. Shout out Tony whenever you can. That's right. Got to shout out Tony Saturis. I have some in my closet next to the sword. It makes an excellent snow melt if you're in a pinch. It does. It does. Just use it as salt. I remember you did that. <laughs> it said on the can, use it wherever you'd use salt. And it, and, well, <laughs> it melted snow for him in Omaha. It's amazing. It's amazing. It worked. You it can worked. melt snow with anything chloride. That's the rule. That's right. Next, next one here. Uh, so here what we go. The fuck? All right, enjoy this one. All right, so we're gonna start with T A N as in Nancy, G I P as in Peter, A H O A. Like, does anybody want to go with this? I'm practicing different pronunciations in my head to see which one sounds like I'm mouthing them out loud because I can't. Like, my head doesn't yeah. work. <laughs> I'm just trying to Mississippi all of these, and that's the wrong response. I mean, but Tangy you know... Pehoa. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> the representative from Boston has the floor. 
I'm going to go with Tangipahoa. Tangipahoa. <laughs> I'm still laughing, Beth. <laughs> Tangipahoa. I'm going to say Tangipahoa. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Okay. All right. I think Kevin's got to go. Yeah. You can't do worse than I just did. <laughs> no, my mine was close to Jordan's, and he said it his way, and it completely drove it out of my head. So that, yeah. I can only say it his way now. Um, but what's uh, fun is when we made the commission say it our way too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm losing my accents with this stuff, man. It's like I can't even. Atchafalaya, yeah. Atchafalaya. I'm back. All right. <laughs> Atchafalaya. Uh, <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> yeah um but only in we'll just go with tangipahoa all right jordan is correct uh it's holy it's, shit it's, it's tangipahoa um so if kevin was close to jordan's there i i'm gonna give kevin credit to tangipahoa yeah tangipahoa parish there's also a city um so yeah the uh the one that beth did that that made my whole day thank you <laughs> Tangy, I feel this. Tangy yeah, I feel this be especially great if we had a Boston representative playing this game. Oh my god! Yeah, just hear different accents try a- to pronounce it. I'm doing the best I can as the Yinzer adjacent act. Um, rep Close this enough. evening. So, if, if fuck. It... Oh, I got this. I got this. No problem. All right, I'm gonna spell this one first because I love Jordan's reaction of what the fuck is this? Fuck. This is I, again. I no, started. I think Jordan's. This is pronounced the fuck. (laughs) It could be. be. All right. So it's spelled T as in Tom, C as in Charlie, H E, F as in Frank, U N as in November, C as in Charlie, T as in Tango, E as in Echo. Enjoy. I'm like slipping in and out of military stuff. But I can go all military if you want me to. But but, dif- but different military ones because you're flipping NATO and the U.S. one too. I believe. Yeah, I, I can do both. But you know, whatever. Chafunkti. That's as best as I could figure. Uh, let's see. I like Jordan's guess of the fuck. <laughs> that, 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 that's not my guess. I, I'm just saying. I, I like I, that. That was a good guess. I mean, I think I'm losing by dropping too many letters out. The, we're going we're going too French and not enough cool. I my problem with the last one was I kept too many in. See so. that to me just looks German as hell. So I yeah. guess if I was going full German it'd be Chefunkte. But <laughs> I'm gonna go with Chefunkti. Okay. I'm gonna say Chefun. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. That sounds like a word in everything. <laughs> Uh, Mine sound like a word. <laughs> Words have no meaning. They don't. Everything uh, sounds like a word. Time is a construct. Also, I'm gonna go chiefin. All right. So, so, <laughs> so I'm gonna say that two got kind of close here. Jordan and Beth, very close. If Beth oh went with the German pronunciation, she would have got it. It's chefunkte. Chefunkte. Sorry. Hey. Damn, taken down by the schwa again. Oh, so close. Are you, are you giving points to anyone for that commission? I, no. I, I mean, I did get nine of the ten letters. I'm going to get, like, <laughs> like, Jordan and Beth, I will definitely get both of you guys okay. some points there. Uh, I'll uh, do we that. are at, but by the way, we're at Andrew 3, Kevin 2, Beth 2, Jordan 2. All right. so we're all locked up. We're locked in here. So, 
So this oh, one. Oh God damn it! Not this one. <laughs> I was gonna say I know this one. This, this, one. one. This, one. this one. This one. You guys may know. There's a college here. There's you know they have some great meat pies. You may know this. You may know this. I threw this in there because you know I want to give everybody some points. You know, hopefully give you some points. But um, you know, again, I gotta spell it for you. So it's N, as in November. A as in Alpha. T as in Tango. C as in Charlie. H as in hotel, I as in India, T as in tango, O as in Oscar, C as in Charlie, H as in hotel, E as in echo, S as in Sierra. Okay, let me get it out because I think I have it. It's Nakatish. I'm going to say Nakatoches. Okay. Nachitokis. <laughs> it's almost like you said nasty tookus, but okay. Yeah, she's got a little Yiddish in there. <laughs> to, na- to nasty tookus. The thing is, I know I've heard it pronounced Nachitoches on this podcast, but I can't remember if that was a Jordanism or not. But I'm going to have right. to just go with Nachitoches. <laughs> okay. I'm giving credit to Jordan. Jordan yeah, got it correct. They got, they it, got is, it. It is Nakadish. So um, that's the home of Northwestern State. The demons. It took so much effort. It took it so did. much effort to pull that like, from like the I edge of my focus. brain. All right, this one. I just want to see everybody's reaction when I flip the slide here. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're doing. Okay, we're doing Louisiana and not Aztec cities, right? <laughs> I'm pretty sure Cortez took the city down in the 1600s. So this is. Yeah, this, this is the an... sister city to Tenochtitlan. Well, yeah. yeah, but it had a gap year in Greece somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> bear with me here because this this one's kind of fun for me this is probably one of my favorite ones to throw there's a few more in the uh it, later in the, the the slides which i've made a powerpoint for this so this is probably the best powerpoint i've ever made in my life i'll just say I like that it. i love it um so the drop shadow on the text yeah. i noticed the drop shadow and oh, i appreciate that straight up drop shadow over the picture Surprise it's the not bevel. Mm-hmm. i couldn't bevel in in you know it's and, downright and legible. That's what that's what we're looking for here. So this word is going to take me a while to spell. So I'm going to go a little bit slower here. But it's T as in Tango. C as in Charlie. H as in Hotel. O as in Oscar. U as in as an Umbrella. P as in Peter. I as in India. T as in Tango. O as in Oscar. U as, umbre- uh, as in Umbrella. L as in Lima. A as in Alpha, S as in Sam. So in, enjoy my phonetic alphabet that I keep toggling in between uh, different phonetic alphabets, but I'm just trying to I'm help you read out. it through once straight for everyone. T-C-H-O-U-P-I-T-O-U-L-A-S. Chupy Tulas. <laughs> That's what I first went to. Chupit No. Chapitula. That was going to be my guess. Okay. Um, I'm going to second will bite Chapitula. I'm going to go with Chapitulus with the S. Okay. I feel like Beth was kind of the closest here. Oh my God. Uh, kind of, <laughs> wow. Kind of the closest. Um, Sometimes you just got to go Yinter. I'm, gonna give, I'm, gonna, I'm probably going to give her credit because if you're not from New Orleans and you could give me that, I kind of know what you're talking about. Uh, but the name of the street is <laughs> the name of the street is Chapatulis. 
Pennsylvania and Louisiana, distant cousins. The PA to so, LA connection. So it's so the third syllable is the emphasis of Chapatulas. Chapatulas, that's right. But the S is there. See, I'm learning. I'm learning that we pronounce the S's. At the yeah, we're about to get like ten in a row. Are you sure? Silent sure? S's. I'm no, sure. I don't okay. fucking know. I'm All not right. sure. It's the Atchafalaya oh, Swamp. You guys are making it. me so excited for Pennsylvania pronunciation times. Oh, this is gonna be great. So, um, I'm at number ten. We could probably cut it here. I have twenty three after this. Okay, well, yeah, right. we can do another round of we'll those. We'll cut later. it. We'll, we'll definitely do some more. We maybe do stretch it to three rounds, but this is fun because um, I'm just looking at the time and and I don't want to delay Akron again. All, All right? right, we got to get Akron in. All right, so uh, we're gonna go ahead and spell it. B as in boy. O G U E. That's the first word. F A L A Y A. Does Falaya mean swamp? Like, what does that word? What does that word mean? Can you use it in a sentence? What is the origin? All right. Um, long. It means long. I was hoping it long, meant like okay. with rice and at, but. Mm, definitely. I could have, I, I, you know, maybe I need to throw in some food dishes to extend this further. Yeah. Wait, I added one. I forgot. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say that this is, I'm, I'm going to go with it. This is Boogie Falaya. Bouge Falaya. Bogue Falaya. I was thinking it was Bouge Falaya as well, but to be different, I'm going to say Bouge Falia. Kevin got this one correct. Wow. It is Bogue Falaya. Because I remember he, he gave us the name Bogue Chitto from Mississippi. Oh, that's yeah. right. Mm. That's right. Mm. So, and I, I was know. not sure I had pronounced that right, but no, that, you but you also said I said Yeah, because I found out there was one, a Bogue so. Chitto in Louisiana and both one in Alabama. And I was like, I am sure this is not a Mississippi city, but it was. And apparently, because it's a long river, it's all over the place in no. the state. So Bogue is river? Uh, Bogue is river, huh. yes. It's long river. That's what it means. Um, it is the name in Choctaw. So um, yeah. shout out to Tim. Oh, by the way, we all, tie, we all tied at three, by the way. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> Perfectly symmetrical in all ways. Amazing. Love it. We'll stop at number ten because we got to give some love. We got to give some love to to the team out in Ohio. To our beloved Akron Zips. That's right. And we just zip it here. Don't don't worry, beloved listeners. We're done with spelling now. We're done with the spelling. Uh, you can... <laughs> I, for, I, I, I first want to say that Kamish called me in on backup on this because finding stuff about the Akron Zips. Separate than Akron high school football, separate than Akron professional football, oh. is very difficult. It was very hard. Yeah. Um, so wait, Akron had professional teams. Yes, did the Akron pros back in like the okay. old NFL days. Yes, yeah, the Akron okay. pros. Um, which is, it was very very difficult. I like I had I was like I mean I need some help here. Um, of course we're into our recurring season of the best season of all time for teams who are below five hundred all time. The B S O A T F T W A B five hundred A T for short. Part ten of thirty nine. Before we start, did you know that John Heisman coached the Akron Zips? I did. I did. For one year. You remember the one year? And the one year that he was the coach of the Akron Zips, they played one game that year because we talked about it on the podcast previously, and they beat Ohio State twelve to six, and that was it. 
All you gotta do is be good at one thing. That honestly, you think about that. That's almost the last time an Ohio team actually beat Ohio State. Oh, I need to look that up now. 1921. It was Oberlin. Okay. Um, Ober- well, I, believe, no. I believe it was Oberlin. The the, the yo men. Yo men. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Oberlin will come up in this situation here. So um, we have a debate for the Akron yeah. Zips here. Their two best teams in history were both nine and one. They do not have an undefeated season. 1929, the Great Depression, or 1969, the Summer of Love. You have the ebb and flow of Akron football in the worst of times, and probably, you know, the Summer of Love, the best of times. Akron football, great expectations. (laughs) No, wait, wrong book. No, wrong wrong book shit. That was Tale of Two Akrons. Tale of Two two Akrons. Beth, don't you give me that fucking look. I saw that look, Beth. Don't give me that fucking look. I would never. God damn it. (laughs) All right. I want to give a shout out to the Akron 1894 team, which, again, we just mentioned, coached by John Heisman, beating Ohio State 12-6. That is their only undefeated team. I can't give you credit because you only played one game, Akron. Uh, 1930 Akron, which was one year after the 1929 team, of course. That makes sense. I don't know why I'm explaining that to you, podcast listener. <laughs> like uh, time is not real. That's yet. right. Time is not real. Thank you so much, Pit Girl, for that. And nothing makes sense anymore. Uh, they finished 7-1. 1957, 7-1-1. One, one. 1968, 7-3-1. Uh, they made their first bowl game in 1968. I'm sorry, 1968 is what I meant. They, they won their first game in the Grantland Rice Bowl. Uh, they, they, earned a loss, they earned a loss to Terry Bradshaw. Um, and also, of course, I got to shout out to the 2015 Terry Bowden Akron Zips winning the Potato Bowl for giving us the picture of Terry Bowden with potatoes. And, the and the Bowden, my favorite Bowden Bowl picture. The Sickos Committee really loves that. And we're Terry Bowden Hive. Um, Akron's history is not great. You know, they're below 500 all time. Their only conference title was in neither of the years that we're talking about here. It was actually in 2005 when they won the MAC at seven and six. Yes. Just the best sport. It is amazing. So we have a couple of different things that I want to just lay out for the 1929 team and the 1969 team. In 1929, Akron shut out seven of 10 of their opponents. They outscored all of their opponents uh, by one fi- a total of 158 points to 21. In 1969, Akron, again, finished 9-1. and one. They finished ranked third in the AP NCAA College Division poll, which is essentially the FCS before it was called FCS, or 1AA. And they outscored their opponents 316 uh, to 103. So we don't necessarily know these two teams. They're kind of hard to differentiate. And again, very difficult to differentiate between the two 9-1 Akron teams. So um, I guess I'm going to go over the 1929 one. And I think Jordan is going to take the 1969 zips, right? Yeah. Because right. I'm leaning 1929 personally. And I believe Jordan is leaning 1969. Are we going to say that? We're going to divide that? Yeah. And then we got three other people here. Moderators here. We got three here. We got three people here, and we can decide. It's going to be a Lincoln Douglas style debate, or how are we doing this? Oh yeah, absolutely. We're going to lay out the history of both of these teams. So, 
Uh, they were known as the 1929 Akron Zippers. So they weren't even the zips yet. They were the zippers because that was a fashionable thing at the time. A zipper. Amazing. Zippers were a very, very big deal whenever they first came very out. Very like big deal. Huge and, deal. Huge deal. And so were the 1929 Akron Zippers. Shout out uh, to stuff you missed in history class. That's right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, their coach was Red Blair. Fantastic name. Red Blair. It wasn't his real name, of course. The real name of Mr. Red Blair. Not as good. It is Howard Holt, Red Blair. Uh, Mr. Blair, fantastic uh, history. He actually was a graduate of the Ohio State University. Surprise so, me. Oh, doesn't surprise you at all, right? He was a member of the 1920 Ohio State Buckeyes football team that played in the Rose Bowl. And so that, that was, you know, again, he played, also played basketball. Uh, he was a halfback for the football team and the 1920 team. He was a coach for Akron, the Zippers, in basketball and football. Um, honestly, he might have been a better basketball coach than he was a football <laughs> coach. I'm just going to say that. His record with uh, the Zippers overall was 43, 30, and 5. That's a lot of ties, honestly. And in basketball, he was 89 and 40. So Way better. I yeah. mean, yeah. I mean, 90 and 40 in basketball. So, I mean, I think if, like, this comes out of nowhere for Red Blair, you know, it's crazy. The captain of the team, his name was Harold Fry. He was an outstanding athlete at Akron University, earning 10 varsity letters while participating in track, basketball, football, and baseball. He is also a member of the Akron Sports Hall of Fame and the Summit County of Ohio Hall of Fame, which is weird. I didn't know counties had Hall of Fames, but apparently they do. That must be an Ohio. Get you thing. in one. I get you in one now. We're gonna get me in a county hall of fame. Oh, I'd have to be there in a parish one, I think. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, yeah right. I gotta. You know, I don't know if they have those, but sure. After he left Akron, Captain Harold Fry, uh, he he was a member of the Illinois State University's athletic staff for forty years. Um, he was their head baseball coach. He won conference championships. You know, again, so he might have been a better baseball player. <laughs> then he was a football player so this is kind of a little bit of a theme of 1929 akron like maybe they were a little bit better in other things but they still went nine and one so just amazing so i'm gonna go over the 1929 akron zipper schedule uh they began on the road at toledo they won 26 nothing then they played their wagon wheel uh rivalry game at home in bucknell field which was uh, only a seven thousand a seat facility that opened in 1923 eventually was replaced by the rubber bowl but they won 25 sorry i'm sorry replaced by the what? rubber the rubber bowl oh you hit uh, when you said it the first time you hit those bees and the we uh the rubber bowl you're just like you dropped an r in there rubber bowl my mama said that i used to play in the rubber bowl rubber double bowl I've got my Louisiana accent back. Thank you so much. Atchafalaya. 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 When when commission inevitably breaks down, he's just gonna be rocking back and forth. Atchafalaya. Atchafalaya. Stop it! It's wrong. No. Atchafalaya. That sounded like Buster Rhymes, but okay. Uh, <laughs> I've got bars. They they went to Wooster. I'm sorry, they played Wooster, or is it is it the Wooster Roosters? I don't know. Uh, but they won twelve seven. They beat Western Worcester. Reserve. It's Western. Worcester. I know it's the Worcester Roosters. I know. I'm just playing around. 
Uh, the Worcester Rochesters. Oh boy. <laughs> the Worcestershire sauces. Uh, but <laughs> they won 12-7, then they beat Western Reserve, which I believe is related to Western Union. I don't I don't know if you send money that way. They won 14-7. Um, they're only is that now case. Western that's case. Reserve? Yes, that's case. Yeah, it's case Western Reserve. Okay. I was just yes. They, mer- they merged with. Case. They merged. That's right. Uh, their only loss was at Oberlin. They lost. <laughs> they lost seven to two. So they <laughs> lost. And again, this is why. I am would you the, say Oberlin is known for its football primarily? The, I, I think so. I they are known for their football and their rough and tumble. The rough and tumble boys at Oberlin are known. That's what they're known for. That's right. Again. And I feel like just because they lost, but they only scored a safety, um, that gives, you know, this team extra sickos committee credit. They're only lost. They only scored a safety. And they only lost by five. It's amazing. They beat they beat Hiram or I don't know if I said that right. It's 20, it's Hiram. I live okay. my life surrounded by those. Perfect. Uh twenty seven nothing. They beat Ohio Northern. Um nineteen nothing. They won their last three games on the road at Case, at Baldwin Wallace, and at Mount Union. 14 nothing, 13 nothing, 6 nothing. Fantastic defense. They only gave up three touchdowns the entire year. The Zippers defense really zipped up all their opponents and shut them down. I love this like headline Akron 25 kept nothing. The Akron University ran over. Kent normal gritters this afternoon winning twenty five nothing. Kent held Kent Akron. Normal, grit- Kent normal gritter sounds like a shitty waffle order. I know. <laughs> I want a normal gritter. Um, that's how I get my hash browns. That's done. absolutely a British breakfast food. Yeah. Oh yeah, the Kent normal gritter. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, totally. I was yeah. gonna. Uh, I was gonna guess that it was at the very very crappy diner down the way, and all that is is sausage that isn't covered in um a breakfast cereal like Lucky Charms. <laughs> You think people complain about how much time that there are in between plays and, you know, you're like, oh, football is slow. They take too much time. Well, apparently in 1929, they were complaining about this too because the article for the Akron and Hiram game, just the headline, it says, Akron and Hiram play 13 minutes. 13, (laughs) 13 minutes of actual football was played at Bucknell Field. Saturday afternoon, as the Akron University Zippers walked roughshod over Little Hiram College to win by a score of 27-0, according to H.B. Bixler of the Production Meter Service Corporation, who timed every play of the game. All right. H.B. Bixler. The original reply guy. Seriously. Amazing. best, Best thing in this little article at the very end. A timograph yes. was used. A timograph. The old, the old timograph. That's right. So he like the contest started at two thirty and it ended at four forty five. Bixler announces that there were one hundred and sixty six plays during the game, seventy five in the first half, ninety one in the final two periods. In that the number of plays, the ball was in motion for only a full thirteen minutes. The average length of each play, according to Bixler, was only forty seven seconds. The average NFL game is only about 15 minutes. It's yeah. like 15 to 18. So oh, this yeah, isn't yeah. real. Yeah, this is not unusual. No, this is just, <laughs> It's but, just but always this been is, this way. This is science because they used a timograph. Have you ever used a timograph to measure football? Didn't fucking think so. I am justly rebuked. Just saying. No, I, I'm 
loving the idea of this proto sicko just like hauling his like industrial punch card machine to <laughs> <laughs> to the stadium to yeah. record just each and every play. Numbers. Oh yeah, punching numbers on the sideline. Oh, well, only four points in the Then you put your yeah. Then you put your abacus next to it so you can keep track. Mm-hmm. He's lucky there wasn't an earthquake. There, there's a couple other headlines here in 1929. The final one of the season, uh, the Zippers snag nine wins in season race. The Akron University Fighting Zippers finished the 1929 season with an undisputed claim to the runner-up position in the conference. (laughs) Their record includes seven conference wins and one loss, in addition to two non-conference victories. So the thing that is funny about this team and their conference standings in 1929, right? Akron was seven and one in the Ohio Athletic Conference. Seven and one, amazing, right? In the standings, they list three teams ahead of them in the conference. One team above them is Dayton. They're, they were one and zero oh in the conference, and four <laughs> and four and five overall. Uh, the next person above that was Heidelberg University. They were two and zero oh in conference, four and three overall, and the conference winner was Muskingum University. Five and zero, oh, six and two overall. Muskingum didn't play Akron. Dayton didn't play Akron. Heidelberg didn't play Akron, and Heidelberg only played seven games. So, I, I don't Heidelberg know. Didn't, Heidelberg ain't played no one. Yeah, I was about to say that. Heidelberg ain't played nobody. This sport has never been normal. Don't right. let anyone convince you this sport has been normal. It has not. We may never been. We normal. may have had normal colleges, but not a normal no. sport. That's right. Can we just take a moment to appreciate this headline where we're talking about a zipper having snagged and it's good news? Yeah, zipper snagged nine wins mm. in season race. That's right. Beautiful. Definitely not something about Mary. But um, so now that Kamish has told you about these ancient zippers, mm-hmm. let's talk about the summer of love, guys. It's 1969. Things are happening. We're all freaking out. Play the play the and Brian the, Adams. The song. Akron Zips. The Akron Zips are good again. Their head coach Gordon K. Larson. Oh, by the way, I found out. I forgot about this. Do you remember where John Heisman actually started his career? No. No. Oh, Oberlin. <laughs> again. See that? That's more credence than my case. The the football powerhouse. The yeoman. went from Oberlin to Akron back to Oberlin. That's beautiful. like you do. Never leave Ohio. Let that be a lesson to you. That sounds like some of my musician friends' careers. Like, if you ask about, like, when their career, like, went off the rails, like, oh, shit. Well, I left Oberlin thinking I'd get a better gig at Akron, but it wasn't. I went back. That's their coach, Gordon K. Larson. Basically, the second most winning coach in Akron history. And that's saying something. Overall at Akron, he was 74, 33, and 5. He was there from 61 to 72. This is really his only head coach college position ever. By the way... He was also AD at Akron from 70 to 84. So he had that good overlap, kept right going right into administration. Akron's bowl trip to the Grantland Rice Bowl under his tenure. They're 7-3 in one season in 68. But in 69, that's when they really had their good season. The game, the Grantland Rice Bowl, by the way, which commission done some research on, was in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, where you want to go. And where I've always wanted to be. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, people, and featured people make fun of shoes for it, but you could be going to Murfreesboro. Sorry, Middle Tennessee fans. Feature some great matchups such as Middle Tennessee State versus Muskingum. Tennessee State versus Ball State. Tennessee State versus Muskingum. Eastern Kentucky versus Ball State. 
Louisiana Tech versus Akron, East Tennessee State versus Louisiana Tech, Tennessee State versus Southwestern Louisiana, which is the Raging Cajuns, Cajuns, Tennessee State versus McNeese State, and Louisiana Tech versus Tennessee Tech. All bangers. All bangers. Then it became a D2, uh, a D2 bowl game, and we had teams like Western Kentucky and Delaware in there, and Grambling and New Hampshire, so it was great. 69 year at Akron was nine and one was their best previous all-time season record earned the coach, the American football coaches association, college division co-coach of the year award in district. Two. Also during district two, <laughs> also during his tenure, Larson coached 13 little all Americans and his team broke 99 of the 166 school records, considering that they've been playing football at Akron, AKA book college since eight, 1891 during his 12 year, Time there, the coach was among the top 15 active college division coaches for most victories in the top 25 and in the top 25 with a 6.683 winning percentage. He was on fire. Their schedule. We're not talking about teams like Oberlin and Case and Western counting as two schools, guys. Okay. <laughs> We're not talking about yo men here. Yo men and yo women. Who do they win at? First off, also not at Bucktail Field. They're at the Rubber Bowl. A storied location that even in the 60s, they were calling a trash stadium. (laughs) The Cleveland Browns apparently played a couple games there and then said, we're never going there again. It's too trash for us, the Cleveland Browns. (laughs) So, games. Yeah, you see one burning river, you've seen them all. Win at Butler. At home win against Tampa, which I don't think they play football anymore. No, they don't. The Tampa Spartans are are no more. But they used to be, but they, they come up in this a lot. Their one loss... They were ranked seven in the country, and they had one loss, and it was at Eastern Michigan. And we all know that Ypsilanti's weird. Mm-hmm. We've already covered them, so you can't count that loss, guys. But then wins at home against Ball State, Illinois State, Eastern Kentucky. They go to Dayton and win. They go to Central Michigan and win. They play a Youngstown State game at a neutral site for a trophy called the Steel Tire, and then they end we, by beating Western Kentucky. Did we find that Steel Tire? Yes, I did. Oh, you God, see a picture yes. of it? I would yeah. love that. It does exactly what it says on the 10, guys. I'll drop it in chat for you. I'm still laughing at the tomograph. It is. It I is have a, been it trying is so time. hard to find that, and I was so focused on it. I didn't hear him say that he had dropped it in here, and I don't know how you did that. There you go. <laughs> yep, that is a steel it tire. It is a steel tire, and underneath it, a little, it looks like a xylophone, little metal chains. <laughs> it's a list of all the winning, all the games. So that's the steel tire. Does what it says. Right. Super gritty. What you want from this kind of game. I like the hypocycloids. It's a good look. It is, isn't it? Only loss was a 310 loss in Ypsilanti. Again, it's a weird place to play. Say what you say. I'm going to... We, we follow someone on the account, and I forget his name. I'll have to go back and find it and put it in here. He's really good about putting together news, like threads on Twitter, that are news articles from across the ages on a certain theme. Like... Kids these days are too soft. And then he finds articles hmm. from the last 120 years of people saying kids these days are too soft. I'm going to put yep. together a list of like this article here where people are bitching about camp, like football game attendance for the last 120 years and no one cheers. <laughs> no one stands up. Cause I definitely have found stuff from like the 1910s with this from the Akron newspaper. First day on campus. Exciting. But at the same time, frightening a whole new world being thrust in you in the space of a few hours that world is yours for the next few years. 
a world that many of you no doubt wishing you could have thought a little more about before filling out the application form. Ouch. Slamming yes. your own school in the first the paragraph. Oh not great. God. And that's the sports editor. Jesus Christ. Yes. <laughs> I see the fragment after the M dash. I get you. It was those forms that helped place you in this institution of higher learning. And it is those forms that are responsible for placing those new burdens on your shoulders, a burden, which is mainly academic, but also falls in other areas. So we've reached the reason for this article. All right, we're going to have a drinking game because from now on, every time you see an M dash, everybody takes a drink. We're, oh, God, Lord. No, because, oh my God, I'm not even going to read this whole thing because of all the M dashes and everything else. This university is blessed with an outstanding athletic department, which is staffed by competent coaches and housed in good facilities. Competent is a good way to describe Akron coaches. The only thing lacking in the entire system is support. Sometimes the lack is shown, shown through little coverage in local news media, or through cutback in funds from the administration. But it is not lack of support in these two areas, which is most distressing to members of the Hilltop Athletic Squads. It is the lack of support from the students, which is the most disheartening. And it goes on past that to talk about no one cheers anymore. Do you have a lack of pride? A homecoming game when the previous year only had 2,000 people, that kind of thing. So it all comes down to you, freshmen. You come to Akron fresh with your high school spirit that makes high school football and college football in some places exciting events to witness. It is up to the freshmen to lead the way, which has been so poorly lit by the upperclassmen so that the athletic program can take its place beside the improvements in teaching and expression expansions in physical facilities, which have long been a pride to both the university and proponents. I hate so to did... break it to Greg, but the Temple Dink Cop beat him to this by about 20 years. Yep, exactly right. <laughs> and then I would had also a better like to... thesaurus. Sorry, Greg. Yes. <laughs> I'd like to go to the next one. It was all fun and games so they lost to Eastern Michigan. Headline is fail to fall to EMU 10 to 3. First line is at least we scored. Man, Greg is posting through it. <laughs> in the worst oh, no. game played in the last two seasons, the Zip lost to Eastern Michigan Hurons 10 to 3. With six fumbles get... and three interceptions, sloppiness was the key to the game. But even with the mistakes and the fact that the Zips had a trouble had trouble sustaining a drive, the game was close. We need to get Greg a Twitter account, yeah. assuming he's still alive. <laughs> Then we have Ball State Boosts Zips Morale, which is an awful headline with so many words. Greg, Greg, what are we doing, Greg? After a hard defeat at the, at the hands of Eastern Michigan, Akron roared back to take apart a tough Ball State squad to the tune of, it cut off here, 49 to 9. So we had, but the Zips victory was so much more. Dan Ruff, who had been a... a a lump for the first three games of the campaign <laughs> hauled in five, five touchdowns for 195, sorry, five, uh, Oh God, why did I cut off something for 195 yards and four touchdowns. So absolutely blew up. Gotta love when you call your player a lump. Yes. Uh, then we also see from homecoming, uh, a look, it's a sorority tug of war where the ladies fell into mud and everyone was happy. Like you do. Sure. Yeah. There are three ellipses, three sets of ellipses in that one caption. Yeah, let me read the caption because wow. it's really good. Someone has a tough line to handle. Sororities pit their strength against one each other at last Friday's mud tug. Weird word. Don't like that. Nope. Sponsor, nope. Sponsor, no. Sponsored by it's Lambda Chi. actually a Kai. town in Louisiana pronounced mudtug. Mudtug. <laughs> sponsored by Lambda Chi fraternity Alpha Gamma Delta. Uh, Alpha Gamma Delta pulled their way to victory, dot, dot, dot. But one can't help but think that someone was playing dot 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 dirty dot dot dot. Cheating in the honorable sport of tug of war? Uh, of, I'm sorry. Of, that of, was mud tug. Mud tug. Mud tug. <laughs> mud tug. They beat uh, Illinois State. And then 
one of my favorite one of my favorite ones was a combination of Zips win in Thriller and then right underneath it in this thing, second worst bombardment in history, another Pearl Harbor for Navy. About something that I found I found that one. It's about a Notre Dame like, Navy. I need, yeah, it's about Notre Dame. I need that. Yeah. So it was the Akron Beacon Journal Sports. I was like, I found this on the nineteen sixty nine team. And I was like, I am okay. taking this whole paper. It says Zips win uh thriller, uh like flashes romp. Uh, and then at the bottom, it's just like second world, second worst bombardment in history, another Pearl Harbor for Navy. Oh my God! And that that was Navy, Navy just getting the the crap kicked out of them by Notre Dame. So I mean, good lord, that was like not even twenty five, a, a little bit over twenty five years from yeah. from actual Pearl Harbor. <laughs> the Akron Beacon Journal. Did Greg write that one? It's going for him. Did Greg write yeah. it? I think that was Greg. Okay, I don't I don't know. Greg. All right, one Greg. Greg likes the troops. No, it's fine. Did you see the the one above that that Greg wrote? Yeah, I was gonna okay. I was gonna finish right, with that. Finish that was that one. <laughs> uh, Greg. Greg finished with an article called "For Akron Football, It Was a Very Good Year." Nine and one, not bad. You should think that when you finish your season seven two and one record with a bold bid, the following season a thousand. Uh, that the following seasons, a thousand yards in 10 games, Zips had little trouble finding holes in the opposition line. Unfortunately, they did not get invited to a bowl game this year at nine and one. They had interest in the Grantland from the Grantland bowl, but they didn't want to have the same two teams twice. And they already had Louisiana tech. The game was in Louisiana at this point. They moved it to Baton Rouge, I believe at this point. Yeah. And so it was a local game. They wanted to have a local team. And so they went with uh, East Tennessee state instead. I guarantee you that Greg wrote this article. Oh, Greg wrote that article. Okay. Yes. I was oh, going to say, like, it, that, like, the punchy, simple sentence at the beginning. That was Greg's. That was what Greg did. Yeah, Greg like Greg's punchy, hallmark. Sentences. The dreaded happened. Like, yeah. yep, that's Greg. He, uh, yep. he did not hold back. He showed his bias in his writing. I wonder if Greg uh, went he, to Kent State or something. You know, it seems like he was like a rival. <laughs> and he was really mad that, you know, he had the right for, <laughs> right for Akron football. I, I typed in Greg Sankey, uh, and I was like, "Wait, no, that's not the commissioner." No, wrong, <laughs> wrong, not not Greg. It, it was it was Greg Varley. All right, I don't know why I typed Greg in Greg Sankey. So my argument for sixty nine is that they beat teams that you recognize. These are teams that they've continued to play, and they beat them big. Losing at Eastern by seven is not a big deal. They'd gone to a bowl the year before. They would have gone to a bowl this year if they hadn't gone to one the year before. This team is the high point of Akron football. Kamesh, do you have a closing argument on your 29? Oh, do I need a, a closing argument uh, for the 1929 team? Again, um, this is the Zippers. Uh, they they were the record holders. They set all of the records uh, in the history. I know the 1969 team, uh, you know, wound up breaking uh, 99 of those 166 records uh, submitted. But, I mean, I really think that the 1929 team, uh, their only loss – uh, again, was on a weird safety uh, against Oberlin, which, again, that team was the last team in Ohio to beat Ohio State. And they only gave up 21 points the entire year. They outscored everybody. Just blew them away. Let me, here, here, I'm going to throw this. I, I want to look real fast. Let's find out what Oberlin's season looked like in 29. Five and four. That's the, okay, and who'd they play? I, I don't know. 
<laughs> I actually don't think Wikipedia has an article from 1920. I typed in 1929 Overland football, and I'm pretty sure that like Wikipedia's or Google's like the fuck are you I got, doing? I tried to find it because I wanted to know what Akron did. I wanted to know what Akron did to get that safety because you know again at the Sickos Committee we are we are very fascinated by safeties. I'm sorry, they were four and four. Uh, no, a year three and two in conference. Uh, four and four. I click on Oberlin to try to get Oberlin uh, year records, but there's like nothing, nothing. because yeah, there's nothing there. They don't exist anymore. The last time that Ohio State lost was Oberlin in 1921. That, that's it. There's not any other like the football was just done in Oberlin. So um, they're historic. I can't lean on like, you know, the teams that, you know, um, and Akron can only play the teams on their schedule. If you're gonna oh, lose yeah, that's a game, right. oh that that old that old fucking hallmark of just play the teams on your schedule. That's right. So I'll, so we will let you guys decide. Beth, um, twenty nine or sixty nine. I I have to pull for sixty nine just because Greg Varley has become the most important person in my life, and that's what I've been googling for the last eight minutes. <laughs> there we go. Damn it! One yeah. over by Greg. Kevin, who do you got? Oh my goodness, that's a find. Uh, I am gonna lean twenty nine. So we'll. Oh man, pin no it all pressure on, on the me. Final vote here, yeah. What would Greg want you to do? <laughs> it's true. Greg would say his Akron's and shit, and the freshmen aren't showing up to cheer. <laughs> it's true. Um, I, I don't want to upset Greg. Greg's are Greg's already got a rough He's life going enough. on. It seems man. he has been through enough. However. The 2019 was a glimmer of hope in our dark period. And yeah, like there is something to say about breaking records. There's something more to say about setting records, but also the first team to do something is setting a record. I still think I'm going to give it to the 29ers. Okay. There you go. Go, go Zippers. <laughs> go Zippers. We could definitely put it up to I mean, a, uh, a Twitter poll. I'm sure everybody that listens to this podcast, like all like. 40 people. Um, I'll, I'll make, I'll make some, I'll make, I'll make a thread with, with the relevant info for people to choose. Go from. right ahead. Why not? This will be fun. It may be true. You ain't played nobody, but you still shut them out. Mm-hmm. And that's something to be said. I mean, also, uh, down. I didn't throw this in cause this would have leaned you the wrong way, but uh, the Akron coach I was talking about, Gordon K. Larson, he passed away in, in 2005. Uh, his last place he was living was like all Ohio people, the villages, Florida. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, mama's, I was like, I was like, mama's, yeah. mama's calling you home. I can't believe that the only you know uh, conference championship that Akron had was when they upset Northern Illinois. That that back year was awful. Northern Illinois was was six and two in conference. Akron was five and three in conference, and uh, they were both like seven and five going into the MAC championship game in two thousand five. That was the only year that Akron's ever won a conference title. You know, I kind of feel like they probably should have won one in, in 1929. But, you know, again, there was no maximum or minimum conference games back in 1929. So this is weird. We'll always love you, Mac. Okay, folks, that's what we got for tonight. We will see everyone on the other side on Sunday. We will have another team to talk about. We'll play more games. We'll just Maybe more Louisiana pronunciation games. A Chafalaya. No. A Chafalaya. Attachafalaya. No, stop Attach- it. Attach- <laughs> Attach- Y'all did so bad. Y'all caused me to lose my pronunciations. <laughs> so that's all we can hope Absolutely for. Absolutely amazing. Everybody tied at three through ten. Amazing.